Movement and Writing Radio. I'm Pamela Fagan Hutchins, your host, and this is a show where we talk about um, real women kicking ass and writing books. Yay! And the authentic, complex female characters that they create and, and how their real life experiences translate into great fiction. This is a copyrighted production solely owned by Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, and I'll get my thumbs pulled off if I don't tell you that, so <laughs> that's how we'll start. So I want you guys to meet Elaine Hartwell. Hi, everybody. We are coming to you from the gorgeous, sunny, um, no longer hailing and No blowing. longer hailing, no lightning, no thunder. Deadwood, South <laughs> Dakota. And we're here to talk about Elena, who's had a, a fascinating life, which I'm sure has I hope to hear has really influenced her fiction. <laughs> that's and, why I kill people in my work. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> and we're going to also talk about her Eddie Shoes mysteries and her latest release, um, Three Strikes, comma, You're, You're dead. dead. Beautifully done. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's Thank great to be here. Oh, I'm glad that you're taking the time to be on with me and that you are someone who is comfortable with live video. Uh, I, I want you to tell people readers and other humans um, about your background because that may be part of why video is not scary to you. Well, it depends how far back we go, right? Oh. I was an auto mechanic, so I, I don't know how that fits in. Um, oh, tell me you've written about that. Tell me. You, you know, I, I've been toying with it. Uh, yeah, I was a, I was the heavy line truck mechanic. I did oh engines gosh. and trannies and in the big 18 wheelers. That um, is so useful. I know. When I was young and, and <laughs> And thinner and smaller, and I, it used to crack me up because I could actually like sit in the engine compartments. Oh. I could fit into the engine compartments to work on them. You're my hero yeah, now, right? I'm definitely calling you uh, for some well, book, book advice. Uh, any any um, car that was built after about 1990, and I'm a little sketchy on how they work. So <laughs> but I find the, the classics are good. The newer cars aren't as useful in fiction because they're smart. And I know they keep you from hot wiring. Uh, well, you know, you can get around some of that stuff, but oh. yeah. We definitely, we definitely all need to know an <laughs> Elena Hartwell in our lives. So, but you were saying. Um, but yeah, so um, I, I do have a background that, uh, of uh, performance and, and public speaking. I've been a teacher um, oh. for, and, if, and a bartender. So if you've been a bartender, a teacher, and an auto mechanic, video does not scare you. <laughs> <laughs> I would think not. Yeah, so. and I taught in the theater. So I've done uh, acting, directing, and, and performance kinds of stuff. So. so did you also write screenplays at that? In that? Uh, stage plays. Stage plays. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I did write mm -hmm. some stage. I wrote one spectacularly bad screenplay. Good for film. you. Yeah. Um, and then one that was pretty good. But here's why I know I'm not a screenwriter. So I, I had written a, a screenplay. And it's a pretty good screenplay. And I had sent it in to um, the Austin Film Festival, which has this great program where you can get feedback from professionals. I, it's fantastic. Yeah, mm -hmm. really. I mean, just a great program. And I, I didn't really think that this was going to sell, but I was, you know, my first one, I, I was sort of, well, my second, the first one really was bad. <laughs> um, but I was sort of curious about feedback and sort of what the comments would be. And so what I got back was, you know, we really like the story and the characters and good, you know, what dialogue there is is good because screenplays don't have a lot of dialogue. Stage mm -hmm. plays are all dialogue. Mm -hmm. Screenplays are visual imagery. You know, we really like this. It reads like the adaptation of a great novel. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, clearly I need to write the novel. That's right. Uh, and not just yeah. novels, but a great a novel. A great novel. Yeah, it was you got beautiful. Feedback. It was fantastic <laughs> feedback. And so I thought, you know, I think this is really you know, telling me the path that, that I should be on. So that's my screenwriting. Now, stage plays, 
I've done a lot of stage plays and I've been produced around the country and a little bit in the UK and um, Canada, Newfoundland. Yay. Um, <laughs> Is that where you're from? No, no, no. you're from. No, I grew up in San Diego, San Diego. Yeah. yeah. But in your bio, I read something about your cuidado. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> My first word. Your first word. Um, yes. So I was born in Bogota, Colombia. My parents. Oh, yeah, my parents were in the Peace Corps, and um, so my very first word was cuidado, which means careful. And apparently, so I was. I spoke very early. I've always been very verbal. And um, I was about nine months old. And I'm sitting in the in the living room, and two guys are bringing in. My parents bought this really big sort of dining room set, mm-hmm. and they're carrying in this big. And I'm sitting there, a little baby, and I said, cuidado, because they're carrying this big table in. So I was telling them to be careful. So what I've always thought is it's why I became a stage director, because I was always telling people what to do. Like, <laughs> you were already directing the I action. was. I was giving them, you know, some stage direction of this is how I want you to perform, bringing the table in. <laughs> and I need a diaper change. And I need <laughs> Yes, both. <laughs> that was actually what I was cautioning them about. <laughs> so, so you launched yourself into novels. I did after 20 plus years of working in the theater. Wow. Um, and, you know, and I'm often asked, you know, why if you were, a, you know, at the time, successfully being produced, you know, professional yeah. houses were doing my work. And Some, a lot um, of people's dream. A lot of people's dream. Um, and I always say, you know, if you think being a novelist is hard, try being a playwright. Like the only thing harder is to be a poet mm-hmm. um, in terms of sort of getting your work out there. And I, I sometimes think actually poetry may be easier. <laughs> um, it is a, it's a hard career. It's very satisfying, um, but it's tough to sort of break into the upper echelons yeah. of, of being produced. And I also, you know, one of the things I love about being a novelist is theater is ephemeral. And what's fantastic about being in the theater is when you are in the audience at a performance and you're experiencing it, you're experiencing the event as a live community event. Mm-hmm. That's what makes theater theater. Yeah. Which means if you're not in the room, you're never at the finished product. Exactly. If, so if you're not at a performance, you're you're sitting on the skeleton, right? You, you read a, yeah. a, a stage play and it's just bones. It, it's the bones. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the blueprint for the building. And so they're also, as much as I loved being in the room in rehearsals and seeing a show open, you know, you go through that process and then it's gone. Right. There's something really satisfying about that physical book. Right. That you can, you can say to, you can say, this is, this is my work and it is unchanging. It is, it is what I ha- I have completed as opposed to I've created a blueprint that other people are going to now interpret in different ways. And there's the stage ways. manager in you again, a novel uh, is just yes, a completely managed it is, stage it performance. Is, it is the, in a package. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that, that actually was part of the, of the transition. Yeah. Was it, um, it, well, I know you from your, your mysteries, yeah. your, your wonderful mysteries, but are there others? Where did you start when you became the stage director of, of, of packaged plays? Of the packaged plays. <laughs> no, I started with, well, I started with mysteries. Um, I always read mysteries. Mm-hmm. It's the genre that I read. Um, mysteries aren't great on stage. There's a few plays out there that are mysteries that are, are very successful and work well, but it's not a good genre for the theater. Yeah. So as a playwright, I didn't, 
I wasn't writing mysteries, but that's always what I've read. Right. I've always read mysteries. And so that was what I wanted to write as a novelist. Um, And they work great on film. They work Mm -hmm. fantastic on television. Mm -hmm. Right. Some of the best stuff on TV is, you know, um, you know, Shetland and Broadchurch and and just wonderful mysteries out there. It's a long Um, list. Yeah. Right. We could go on all day about that. You can't watch them all. There's so many. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't work great in the theater. And so um, that's why I write mysteries for novels, but not for the stage. That makes sense yeah. to me. So your Eddie Shoes series, yeah. for those that haven't read them yet, can you tell us a little bit about the, the series yeah. itself? Um, so Eddie Shoes is uh, my protagonist, and she is a, a private investigator. And her name is uh, Edwina Zapata-Schultz which she decided was a bit of a mouthful. So she changes her name to Eddie Shoes. Uh, Zapata is a um, cobbler shoemaker. And so she she goes with Eddie Shoes as her name. And she's uh, a 30-something, lives in Bellingham, Washington. And Pretty. she's fairly straight-laced. You know, she kind of plays by the rules. And, and she's a good um, private investigator. But, you know, mostly on the computer, you know, mm-hmm. background checks and things like that. She doesn't really get into violent crime. So in book one, um, and this happens early on, I'm not giving anything away. Her mother shows up from Vegas. She's been kicked out of Vegas. She's a card counting poker player. Awesome. And the mafia decides that she needs to, you know, go elsewhere. So (laughs) she shows up in Bellingham and really she is the kind of the wild card that draws her daughter into doing these investigations. So Eddie sort of stumbles over, sort of stumbles over the very first, you know, murder or the homicide that they investigate. Um, but her mom really sort of kicks in and is like, we can do this, you know, we can. and she's funny. She sort of is the foil. And so yeah. they become the sort of mother daughter crime fighting duo. The, the, uh, the picture for me of the, um, card counting mother in bucolic Bellingham yes. with her straight laced <laughs> yes. daughter. Yes. It, it's very comedic. It is. It is. And they are, you know, one of the, one of my favorite comments that I got early on um, when I um, got accepted by my publisher and I met with a, I was at an event and there was a young woman there who had been an early reader and she was in her twenties and she said, you know, I read that first book. She said, I'm so glad we, we picked up your series because I laughed all the way through. And it was so great because she's like, you know, I love the mystery and the characters and all the other stuff, but like she was able to find humor. And so it was really nice to know, okay, I have readers that can be 20 and I have readers that are 80. In fact, I have readers in their teens. Your humor reaches yeah, this, that, across these generations. Across the generations. Well, your and characters really reach. Good. And my characters across reach across. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, you know, I've already decided that you're a character in one of my books, just based on the background. <laughs> but where did you come up with Eddie's shoes? Oh, I love, I love this story. So my husband and I really like to do road trips. Um, in fact, we drove from North Bend, Washington, where we live, um, home of Twin Peaks, for those of you who are Twin Peaks fans. That's filmed in my neighborhood. Um, and we, we love to do road trips. And so we were in the car, and I don't even remember what the conversation was. I think maybe Eddie Money had come on the radio, and... My husband says, Eddie Shoes, there's a name. Like, just out of the blue. And I started thinking, oh, yeah, okay, well, who would this person be? And my first thought was, <clears throat> it's a woman, and she's a little unconventional. And I thought, Eddie Shoes, that's a private investigator. Yeah. Like, that is the name of a private investigator. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. And so that's 
where she started. So the character launched the series Definitely for you. the character. Eddie Money launched the series for Eddie, you. Uh, Eddie De Niro, as we <laughs> like to call him, Eddie De Niro. Well, you've, got, um, you've got Edwina yes, Zapata and yeah. you've got um, Eduardo, Eduardo De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, her, her father's name is Eduardo. Zapata is her. That's her father's name. So. Awesome. Well, uh-huh. nod to Eddie, Eddie Money there. Um, so your do your hus- do you and your husband uh, a lot of times collaborate on ideas when you're taking these road trips, or is this a, you know out of the blue? Out, out of the blue. Well, you know, he, it's funny. My husband um, is a very smart guy, but he's not a writer. He's not a fiction writer. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I love is I can be struggling like with a plot point, and I'll say to him okay, here's the situation. What do you think? And he'll come up with something I wouldn't have thought of. And sometimes I'll be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to use that. But you've made me think of something else that I never would have thought of before. It's like, thank you for not being quite as smart as I needed you to be. But you were pretty good. Smart in the right way is how I like to see it. Because um, he does. He he sees things very differently than I do. We're we're very different people, very different um, careers. And so um, he actually... I have had other things where, you know, I'll be working on something and, and he will give me an answer and I'll think, well, I, I never it would have come on that. It's nice to have a good story partner. It is. However you get them, wherever they come from. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And he, um, stuff from him shows up. My, in book three, there's some stuff that is basically from his industry. People are like, how did you do that research? And I'm like, I'll walk down the hallway to my husband's office and said, hey, how does this work? <laughs> I love that yeah. kind of research. Yeah. So um, with the mom and the daughter, I love the idea of mm-hmm. this reverse relationship, that the bad uh, yeah. influence yeah. is the mom. Yeah. Um, so it, with with that relationship, is that something you drew on from your <laughs> own life? Or? Yeah, I, I, lo- I love this. I, I love when I'm at an event, my mom is in the audience and this gets asked. Um, as, I, as I like to say, other than my mother doesn't play poker, doesn't drink, um, doesn't smoke, um, would run from a dead body and has never gotten in trouble with the mob, they're exactly the same. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're, they're very different. My, uh, so Chava, the mother in the series, she was only 16 when she had Eddie. She is a bit of a wild card. Um, what, I, what I tell people is that What's true between Eddie and her mother that is true between my mother and me is their love. Mm-hmm. My mom is, you know, my best friend. We're travel partners. We're buddies. She reads everything I write. She's my, you know, first beta reader. Um, and we just were best friends in so many ways. And that is what Eddie and Chava had to learn. And that's the part of their arc through the course of this series is them starting to understand what they have mm-hmm. between each other, which I already have with my own mom. And so it's sort of like, so that's sort of what I draw on. In terms of the personalities, um, Chava really is sort of me at 15. <laughs> See, I told um, you, yeah, you're a character. I'm a character. <laughs> and uh, Eddie now, even though she's the younger character, is a little more like I am as a quote-unquote adult. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how that sort of plays out. And so Chava is becoming the adult mother slowly no, but surely. No, 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 no. She's, no. she's never she's going not, out. She's, she's gonna really going to stay there. She will stay a little bit the wild card. But um, <laughs> the two will come to understand. And the way I like to think about it is Eddie comes to understand she can trust her mother. Mm-hmm. And Chava comes to understand she has to let Eddie find that on her own. 
she can't make her right. trust her. Right. And she has to sit back and say, okay, I will let you come to me in your own time when you, when you can. And Cha and Eddie goes through understanding, oh, I, I, I can lean on you. You aren't going to disappear on me and not be responsible. So You're still going to be. She grows up in that, in that way. She does grow up right. in that way. But she is the one that sort of prompts, you know, like, oh, we could just break into this building. Well, I, one of the things that I think makes great fiction in relationships is is to juxtapose the roles like you've done um, with your with your job and your head. Yes. But it's fun. And it, it's it for a reader, even as you're laughing and you're enjoying a mystery, yeah. you're also it shines a lens into your own light and it's warm and and humorous and makes you appreciate it. So to me, it's fun to discover books like yours and the depth and complexity that come with, with what you've done with your characters, your mom daughter relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, you know, they are very funny, but there's also a lot of um, layers, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I think from having been a playwright in that, um, you know, I like making people laugh, but also at the end, I hope that people think, you know, there's always some social issues in there. There's, you know, the relationships are really key. Um, and so I think that even as you're laughing, like you're also taking in some of the more complicated um, issues that are being explored. And yeah. Kind of like real life. Well, I hope it so. Just sneaks up on you. <laughs> sneaks up on you. So what are you yeah. working on now? What's what's next for Eddie and um, Mama? Uh, yes. Uh yeah, book four is happening, um, and that's all I can say. <laughs> there will be a book there four, be, but, but shh. Okay. Yeah. I, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. I, I do just that. don't even want to think about that. You have so many things in your background to draw from. I do. For, for the, the act of, uh, of killing. I, I do. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's true. So if people want to catch you live, mm-hmm. see you speak, um, have you sign books. What kind of events do you have coming up, if any? Um, yeah, there's there's different ways to um, say hello to me and keep track of me. Um, there's stalk the easiest way they can or stalk me. <laughs> I've never been cyber stalked, so that would be sort of interesting. <laughs> um, so the easiest way to find out what I'm doing is my website, which is www.elenahartwell.com. E-L-E-N-A-H-A-R-T-W-E-L-L.com. You can see my events. I do love to do conferences and book events. Um, In fact, uh, Thursday of this coming week, I have a big event in uh, uh, Redmond, uh, Washington, outside Seattle. Um, But I also do some conferences, Killer Nashville, Magnica Murder, some of those um, different bookstores. And I do travel around the country. Um, But if you check out the events page, you can see that. I also work one-on-one as a developmental editor with nice. authors and I do different genre because of having been a playwright. Um, and I, I read a lot of different genres also. I don't mm-hmm. just read mysteries, although that's my go-to, um, but also having been a playwright um, and I've been teaching for 20 years. And um, so I do one-on-one manuscript uh, coaching with writers. And so people that are interested in doing that can contact me. And, and writers, mm-hmm. so here's just a personal plea. Please <laughs> contact her to do this. We are never as good as we think we are. You need help on that book. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and so where they, they now know where to find you. 
Um, your books are available in all what formats? Yes. So they are available in paperback. Um, you can buy them on Borders, uh, uh, Barnes and Noble, and obviously Amazon. Um, I'm in a, most of the libraries. You can also request me through a library. Um, you can get me at independent bookstores. Um, books one and two are available through Audible. So you can awesome. um, listen to both one and two um, and ebook platforms. All three books, um, Nook and iBook and Kindle and all of those. Never let a bookstore or library tell you that they can't get a book. Just yeah, they be, always be can. gently <laughs> persistent because they can yes. in any format you want. Yeah. So you have the right to request. You don't have to take what's force-fed you on the paid-for spots at the front of the stores. Amen. There Sing we go. It, Preach it. Preach, Preach it. it. Um, well, I am delighted to have... I guess we were already friends on Facebook, yes. but to have uh, run into you yes. here at Wild, Wild Deadwood Dead Reads and to spend some time together. Yeah. I really am looking forward to your books. They sound like just my kind of thing. Yay. Thank you. And for the rest of you out there, here is again to talk about real, real women kicking ass, writing books. Join me um, every two weeks as we talk about these mostly female writers, but I throw in a couple of male that write some good female characters and um, and how their wonderful experiences translate into even better fiction that does go down better with wine, which we didn't even talk no, about. There but was wine. Yes. There, yeah, I walk in to interview her and it's like there's an there's a half drink one under the <laughs> table, too. So, Well, I am from Washington State and we have some of the best wine in the world. So. And so the old... Um, Write drunk, edit sober. Is this does this work for oh, you? Or? I've been doing it backwards. <laughs> well, it's working for it's you. Working for carry me. on, carry on. All right. So until next time, I um, I'm Pamela Fagan Hutchinson. This has been Wine Women and Writing with Elaine Harwell. Great, to, great to see you all. Bye bye. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.